It's Tramaraderie. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. How What's up? <laughs> You're so cute. Oh, boy. Well, how are you? How's your morning going? Or Wait, no. Afternoon. Late afternoon. Sorry. We're in like yeah, three different time zones. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's three here. Um, it was fine. My aunt came over. There was a blood draw. We do this blood battle thing with um, Ohio State. What? So, yeah. That, that um, you, you know, sound good. <laughs> what the hell no, is that? no, no. It's a blood drive. Like it's you donate. As, like you try to get as many people to donate blood as possible to be. Oh, that's so Ohio. Good. Yeah, that's amazing. That is really good. I'm. Yeah. I'm always for that. For no, so we use our blood. incredible like hatred of one another to like for a good thing <laughs> that's that's good <laughs> but it sounds everyone scary. hates ohio ohio's the worst why did that remind me kind of like i don't know if you guys watch the office but like the uh the challenge of who could lose the the most weight within the office of all the characters oh. accumulated and it was it was just it just reminded me of that i oh. i i don't know that episode i know i'm horrible but the fact that she does a blood drive we have like down the street from us we have a place where they um, where you can go to give blood, and I, um, I tried to become, uh, a, a, what do you call it, like a donor, a blood donor. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't allowed because I've had blood from, so yeah, I'm I, not it's not either. allowed. Oh, yeah. see, yeah, it sucks because I think it's just well, I mean, it saved my life, so I was like, I really want to do this, and then yeah, I like, wasn't that's cool, allowed. But... <laughs> yeah. I know that sucks, but I get why they have to be careful. But yeah, I had a prolactinoma, so they don't want blood that has prolactin issues. Man, what is what yeah. does that mean? Oh. Yeah, it was one of my health things. <laughs> what what is that? Pro what? A prolactinoma. It's a tumor that creates the hormone prolactin. Pro- yeah, okay. it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Avery's had a lot of That's... problems with that over the <laughs> like, I, like <laughs> since I've known since I've known you, Avery. I feel like every, every other week. I see some <laughs> something that's going on because of it. Like, it's horrible. Uh, like, the tumor is no big deal now. We don't know if that's back, but it's not causing any major issues. It's just everything else that wants to shut down. Yeah, man. Like, thanks, guys. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I, I was kind of like, I know it's like so awful for me to say that. Like, I, I'm going to take these off because they're hurting me. Um, uh, I was going to say, like, I... I was excited. This is this sounds really weird, but I was excited to talk about it because I feel like to raise awareness because I don't even know exactly yeah. all the shit you deal with, but I feel yeah. like, you know, people should fucking know. <laughs> yeah, because it's there. I mean, they're invisible. So you don't I mean, you can't tell. Like if you saw me, I'm like a little chunky, but that's about it. People wouldn't know that, you know, I I used to work out like six hours a day when I was a swim coach yeah. and I was still chunky. And, you know, it didn't make any sense. So, girl, you don't um, look chunky to me. You just look like you have some massive boobies. <laughs> like, well, like... <laughs> there's like they hide some gut. So because they sag so low. Um, so, oh. <laughs> I'm not wearing a bra right now. I'm like, my boobs are sweating. <laughs> oh, no, I hate they, when that like generates I, so much heat. I have gained a lot of weight over the last two years. And I swear, like, I'd never felt like that flop. And then them touch like my oh. my chest. And now that happens. And I'm like. Oh, this is a this is a yeah. whole different level of boobage. I can carry my I can carry my phone under my boob. Oh my god, <laughs> your phone! I think I think I might mm-hmm. be able to do that. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I'm now I'm gonna I try it. I can put a whole, like it. I can put like a cantaloupe <laughs> under it. 
Oh, you can't. They're that long. No, I probably could. I'm like, what can I put under <laughs> you, my She's like, like looking around. I see a lamp. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Here, just kidding. Don't try bag, that. <laughs> bag of rocks. Bag if of I can put a bag of rocks under them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel like we talked about whether I feel like we talked about you potentially one day getting a breast reduction and I was like no it doesn't make any sense because absolutely you know the pictures you post and like how you present yourself online like you don't you don't I know okay, you a, would never know you don't seem chunky b your tits seem amazing but you know with b- bigger boobs comes a lot of issues and it sounds like y- yours are are they're causing well some issues. I, I, I'm a fourth generation photographer so I get how to hide things like yeah you know I I understand angles and all that stuff so yeah I'm really good at hiding it really? plus I never post anything from like here down yeah like it's always chest up I have like one full body photo on my Instagram I have I have one full body photo on my Instagram yeah. too and yeah. every single time like and the only reason why I posted it was because both my kids are in it and you can see like how tall they are compared to yeah. me yeah but every single time I scroll down I'm like why in the fuck did you post that like I know why? yeah yeah well, like the room, it was at a planetarium and the room is like pitch black. You can just barely see me. So I'm like, this is fine. Aww. I'll post this. I see <laughs> like, I, I don't think you guys, like you can, like you guys are like, oh, I'm so fat or whatever. Like you guys Not at all. Chunky. I don't think, I don't think it's fat. I mean, I love my body. That's not, I'm I just curvy. think that. Yes, I, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Can we just I am too. Curvy. And I, but I feel like now that I'm losing weight, I feel more confident man of losing weight i'm just only gaining i have only been gaining well i have like a like a primordial pouch you know like like a cat it's just always there (laughs) i can't get rid of it um my uterus just really likes to lean so (laughs) oh that sounds i'll never be flat but like it's not a real primordial pouch but it's does it hurt no no it just i just like it would hurt no no it's just they're like yeah your organs just like lean like they don't you know you have organs there's some girls who are just so flat I'm like where is everything yeah it definitely depends on where is it how your body sits because when Mm -hmm. I was pregnant like with Kaylin you couldn't even tell I was pregnant for the the first like seven months really yeah you can tell um oh my god no because my friend Mia is like you like an inch shorter than me so she's like five like four eleven and um she looked like she was smuggling a beach ball for like half her pregnancy yeah some, it, like she looked like she was smuggling yeah <laughs> some girls have that yeah. I had it with Jeremy yeah. right away you could see it like right away and then with Chloe I was five months pregnant and nobody believed me yeah that's so funny like I have, so I think it's also just like the baby and how, how they, they are how they carry yeah yeah because some some kids oh, just need so a lot weird. of room you know, that's just, they need the room. Yeah. Kaylin was always up in my chest area, so I couldn't breathe. And then I'd always have like, <laughs> I'd always have like acid reflex. So I'm just like, ugh. You know, oh, God. The worst. She came out with her head was like concave on one side. I'm like, that's where you've been sitting. <laughs> oh, well, mine was you. I think I sent you my baby photo. Mm-hmm. And I was like Queen Efertiti. Like my head was three extra inches long because I got stuck. Yeah. Did they have to because pull I, you out with like we, one of those? no my mom's amniotic fluid had been leaking for like ages and they wouldn't induce her um and so on my way out uh water slide got stuck and it's a little too dry and I was just gonna chill in there for like two hours and then they pulled me out 
And if you tilted me, like this part of my head would like slouch over. Can you can you imagine your per- for your, real? Okay, your poor mother had to sit with your head in her vagina <laughs> for two hours. I cannot. Your poor mom. Holy. And then my dad was already like terrified of having kids, and then that comes out, <laughs> and he's like, "Put it back. It's not mine." <laughs> That's so sad though, because Jeremy it's was stuck too. Jeremy was stuck too and they had to pull him with like the sucky thing and the first time they put it on like I kept saying he's stuck like he's pressed up against my pelvic like I could feel it and they didn't listen and so they were like pulling and pulling and all of a sudden all you could hear was this thwack and it sounded like it was just the most disgusting noise but I guess (gasps) it like had pulled off from his head and so they had to put it on again and by the time he came out, he looked, he, he had like on once, it was like a really weird lopsided conehead guy, but he oh. could have been conehead baby in the movie. Like, oh no. Oh, that's awful. Poor so, Yeah. It's, I understand though, that, yeah. that your dad might've been like, <clears throat> oh my God. <laughs> it's not done. <laughs> There's something wrong. Like, no, I'm just really weird now. <laughs> Like, yeah, explains a lot. I, I feel like I should not be as laughing as hard as I am, but I am. No, I use <laughs> I like all my medical stories. I'm like they're so funny because they're just so stupid. Like yeah, they're... I was like kind of serious, but it was just funny. <laughs> yeah. Objectively. Do you ever get like sick and tired of like having to tell doctors constantly, like from beginning to now? No, mainly because I've, I've stuck with them for so long. Um, like I just got a new doctor and I have like, it's so down pat now that I can get it out in like a minute. So, you know, this, 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 and that happened. And then, can you know, we, I can get it out for, for listeners. <laughs> I'm just going to start it now, just so you guys know, cause it sounds great. I'm not having any issues, but, um, okay. For our listeners that are kind of confused, like myself, like what exactly do you have? And like, what are you dealing with now because of it? Like the repercussions or what are all the medical issues that you kind of deal with? Because I know it's a slew of things. Yeah. So, I mean, starting out, you know, I was a really healthy kid. I didn't get sick very often. You know, kid gets bronchitis in middle school. Like what kid doesn't get like pneumonia or bronchitis in middle school? Yeah. Um, That didn't screw me up. You know, there's just like, you know, middle school. And then um, when I got to high school, that's when things started getting weird. And it wasn't that I wasn't like, like healthy. Um, I was fine. I was swimming all day. I taught swimming from when I was 14 on up. Like I had a job right out of middle school. So there was nothing that said there is something inherently wrong with you. And then I got to, I think it was like sophomore year, I was 15 and I had boobs, you know, I was starting to get curves. Like I was, you know, you're, you're in puberty. Yeah. And what I didn't have a period and they're like, that's messed up. So eventually we, you know, we go to my pediatrician. We're like, Hey, um, you know, she's growing up, but she hasn't had a period yet. Like, should we be concerned? She's like, well, you know, that's normal. Some people are just like bloomers, but it's just odd that so much else is developing and that's not happening. She's like, are you sure you're not pregnant? I'm like, no, I'm a 15 year old emo with a bowl cut. Like no one's tapping that. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. She's like, she's like, well, let's go get a blood draw and see if we can figure out anything. I'm like, cool, great, because I'm not pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then like, so I got my blood draw and my first ever blood draw. I lost the diamond out of my ring that I got for my birthday. Oh. And I was like, oh no, this is an omen. 
Um, oh. But don't worry about it. Later, that ring got my grandma's ruby in it, so it was fine. Um, and so we got the blood draw back, and they're like, everything is normal, but prolactin is twice what you're like the normal the highest normal level should be yeah okay and so, for the dumb people or not well, yeah sorry I'm, what is prolactin know, but what is prolactin actually so it's one of the hormones that as you know like a normal human being your prolactin is going to be from like level 10 to 20 like, I don't know like milliliters or whatever um there's a certain normal amount in uh so your pituitary gland is like hormone central of your brain and body. So it controls all your major hormones. And for women, it controls a lot of the hormones during pregnancy. So they saw all these pregnancy hormones that were normal until you get to prolactin. They're like, okay, well, that's off. So that could explain why you haven't had your period. And ironically, right around that time, I had my first period. Um, so it was just this kind of weird thing where we first start discovering everything and then immediately have my period. Yeah, so it's As like, in the universe is like, oh, sorry, wait, okay, here you yeah. go. Because um, I was freaking out. I thought I was going to be the next Virgin Mary because <laughs> God was punishing me for being a witch. And I was like, no, 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 this is not cool. Like, hey. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was freaking out. Oh, and I man. Was like, I've been so good otherwise. Um, but- <laughs> So like, well, we don't know why this level would be raised. Like, you know, it could happen, but something that could cause it is a tumor on your pituitary gland. So they said to go get an MRI and get the MRI. And, you know, that's a whole, of course, it goes a little weird because what happens in my life, that's not weird. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, I asked Grandma Google, you know, do I have a brain tumor? WebMD did it, did all that stuff. And it's like, yep, you have a prolactinoma. So I went to my mom. I'm like, hey, I got a tumor in my head. She's like, no, you don't. It's fine. Uh, and then she got the results and then didn't tell me for two days because she was too nervous to tell me. Oh, um, your poor mom, man. <laughs> I know. So, so then we sit down one night. She's like, hey, I should let you know that the doctor's called. And I said, I do have a tumor. She said, yeah. And I was like, I told you so. I wasn't even freaked out because I'd already come to terms with it. Yeah. Because um, you'd done your research. And- that's actually like I always say like don't research shit but in all honesty sometimes it's actually kind of like it does help you because then you get kind of used to the idea before it comes up yeah and it gives you like something to talk about to fully go over it with your doctor and for the being like no you know yeah I see why you're concerned yeah exactly to like say like hey I I found this I'm concerned about that can we please check it Mm -hmm. and unless Mm -hmm. they gloss over it you know like that's such a good thing that you did that right and you know I did that and of course the first thing you go is like oh my god I have cancer I'm gonna die but when you look at that stuff prolactinomas I think they have like no chance of being cancerous um like it's just a very specific type of tumor and it's to have a cyst on your pituitary gland is actually really common. I think it's like one out of every 2,000 women have it. Yeah, but, but they don't oh, wow. know. But it's it wasn't benign. It was an actual tumor that was affecting you. I feel like yeah. benign. So it, it, yeah. it is benign, but it was causing other problems because yeah. it yeah. was producing prolactin. Okay. So the cyst itself was creating it. We didn't know it at that time. It wasn't um, cancerous, but it was pressing up against stuff that was yeah. affecting so like, your yeah, body. It shouldn't be doing this. So, I mean, luckily my period came, you know, my boobs are so big, but it wasn't really beginning to affect me. But then they put me on cabergoline, which was the drug to try to get it to shrink and go away. 
So I don't know how that works, but it just started this whole like cacophony of um, symptoms. I was getting dizzy. I was having issues with like being stable. It was just this terrible medication that I absolutely hated being on. So I took myself off of it because it was just decreasing my, you know, joy in life so yeah. much because I felt so crappy. Yeah. How long and you were you on 15 that? at this time? Yeah. I was on it, I think for like a year or so. What and did your parents say when you said, well, I don't want to take it anymore? They're like, yeah, because I just was complaining a lot more about not feeling good. Like I didn't want to go to school. I was always dizzy. It was getting harder to teach swimming because you got to move a lot for that. And moving so much is making me really dizzy and nauseous. Yeah. Um, so I had to stop doing laps. I just started assistant coaching um, that level because I just retook the last level all the time so I could do my own thing. And eventually I just had to stop because I was so dizzy. Um, so I went from swimming like, you know, six hours a day after school and then going to work. And then, um, cause I was on swim team, you know, I was, I was really active. Um, and then, so I went off of that and we just monitored it for the next few years. Cause it's like, you know, what can you do? You can't really do anything. And it wasn't cancerous, but it kept growing. Yeah. And it was like a very slow growth. So it wasn't, you know, that scary. Um, but once it got to a certain point, they're like, yeah, we should probably take care of it because it's between your eye stalks. And if it gets too big, <laughs> push your eye stalks apart. I'm like, well, my future career kind of revolves around my eyes. Yeah. Because um, that would so leave you was, blind, basically, like if that were to happen. Yeah. yeah. Or, or with like serious sight defects. And I don't yeah. know if it pushed it apart and they would remove it if, you know, things could get reset. I don't know. We just didn't want to get to that point. Um, so when I was 17, I had surgery. But they just went through my nose. They didn't crack my head open or anything. Okay. Well, I'm glad that they yeah. only had to go through your nose because I can't imagine actually having to go through like a, like a fucking full on. Yeah. So I wasn't that freaked out. Um, you know, I got there. I was like nervous. It was my first major operation yeah. apart from like wisdom teeth. But my wisdom teeth were worse. I had gotten an infection. It was miserable. It's like I do brain surgery over wisdom teeth <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, my God. Because all I did was go up there and they popped it. Because it was all hormone. Yeah. It was like liquid hormone. Ugh. And was it and, like, were they able to get it all out or no? Yeah, they sucked it out. Hell yeah. Because it was, <laughs> what he said that the wall of the, the cyst was a cell thick. So had I hit my head hard enough, it might have burst. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So they just, they poked it and it blew up and they sucked it out. And the next morning, my levels were below 20. Like, immediately yeah that fast so it might be coming back my most recent MRI like a year or two ago my pituitary looked meaty that's all he could really say was like it just looks meaty that's kind of so we don't know I know we're like we don't know come back in two years how old are you now I'm 23 so you've been in you and, and you haven't had any problems since then with it not with my uh prolactin I mean it's a little high but I think it's just because it was so used to overproducing it for so long um my boobs get leaky sometimes but that's about it oh man okay and they're still growing so that's why I'm at age cup now well so my question is like you have all these uh your body is like ha- having a lot of repercussions because of that situation right like that's what you're dealing with now is just everything the aftermath of that 
Well, it was because what we think it is, is because I was reaching the age that everything starts kicking in and I had a surgery and surgeries can be catalysts for chronic illnesses that were laying dormant. Yeah. So after that, I started noticing while I was feeling better in that sense, other things were beginning to happen, but it didn't click with me until I think like three years ago where I was like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be in pain every single day. Yeah. Um, Like I was talking to my doctor when I was like 20 I said hey you know I just my back is constantly hurting like my bones feel funny sometimes she's like what do you what do you mean I was like you know like every day but like it's just getting kind of like you know in the way of living sometimes it just hurts so bad she's like like Avery what the fuck what do you mean like that's not that's not normal I'm like oh so it took you forever to finally like even mention to your doctor like hey I'm having some pains like every day (laughs) because well, my mom was always achy you know yeah. all my friends were like oh my back hurts from sports yeah but I'm like but I'm there I think there's a difference between having achy feelings sometimes or like at the end of the mm-hmm. day after you've had a full day yeah. you have it all the time yeah and I was like you know it's just getting really annoying she's like Avery oh my god you probably have fibro I'm like oh, oh you okay. have fibromyalgia <laughs> yeah oh my yeah. husband does too mm-hmm yep. yeah so well they did that like pressure point test where they push down on these points of your body. And I was like, ow, like that hurts. And they were bright red. She's like, yeah, girl, you have fibro. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Jesus. Did you, did you, like, uh, cool. did you search that out before they, they said it to you or was it more like you, you just had no idea that that could even be a, a possibility I- for you? did because my mom and my aunt have it and I was like yeah that could be a possibility but I didn't think it was as bad as it was um you know I just it's my normal so I don't know how bad it really is yeah um like I have a really high pain tolerance so I know it's bad when it affects me now do you like oh this is a bad day do you have medication now for that Mm -hmm. I'm on two different medications for it does it is it helpful at all or does that affect you absolutely yeah okay yeah it's which ones are you on i'm on um deluxetine which is the like you know store brand version of cymbalta as well as um imitriptyline so they're both ssris which is great because it also helps with my depression um so it's like a two-in-one combo nice um but it's definitely helped like my pain is to the point that sometimes i don't notice it like if i sit down and i think about it yeah it's there but um and then there's some days where I'm like, I cannot do check shit. Yeah. You know, this is not my day. I was working every day since September 26th this past month. And my body was like, mm, we're going to knock you out for two days. So I had to miss two days of um, my course. But it's like, I can't. I can't go in and wax people's assholes right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't do that right oh, now. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So, are you doing like, are you doing, I don't know the term for it, but right now you're in school for aesthetics. There um, we go. Yeah, yeah. To be an esthetician. esthetician. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought it was, but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. So, I'm doing that right now. So, I work on school for five days and then I'm at my job for two days. Yeah. So, so I'm seven days a week. Um, And you also do makeup, right? Like, that's like another huge mm-hmm. thing for you. Like your recent one, your recent post. I'm always just such a fan of like everything you do makeup wise. So I was like, I can't wait to talk about that. 
<laughs> yeah. So we're like, yeah. So I've done that forever, but it's part of the program. You do makeup when you're an esthetician. Yeah. And you got last or was it last year Halloween or was it like during I forget exactly when, but you got to do all these like spooky like looks and stuff, and that was super yeah. fun to see. So have either of you guys heard of the Henry Ford Museum? No. No, you did tell no. me about it, but I hadn't heard about it until after we talked. Yeah, it's the biggest historical village in the United States, as well as one of the biggest historical artifact museums in the United States. Um, so we get people from all over the world who come into Michigan to see it. It's really cool. It's this giant museum in a giant village. Um, Henry Ford was like this huge history buff. Um, he knew a couple like really big figures in um, the science field and began this museum while he was still walking around. Um and then he also started the Greenfield Village. So they're right next to each other. The museum is all indoors. They have like aircraft carriers inside. They have, um, I think, four or five presidential limos over the years. Oh. Um, they have like every vintage car that you can think of. Wow, that's awesome. Um, it's huge. It's incredible. Chris and then they crazy, do like Amanda, if he was able to go. Yeah. Out, yeah. We love museums really no matter cool. what. Yeah. My family is crazy about like history museums and stuff. If so. you ever get the chance, come down to Michigan because that's a two-day adventure, maybe even three-day if you really want to see everything. There's just too much stuff there. We yeah. want to go. Well, we want to take a road trip through America so bad. So I will definitely tick it onto our bucket list. Hey. Michigan, it's pretty. My main goal is to eventually have like enough money to travel to like visit you one day. That would be so cool. Yeah, I, so cool. I love that. Yeah, I show you guys around so hard. There's so much cool stuff in Michigan. I mean, we have Detroit too. So yeah, um, it's a little outside of Detroit uh, in Dearborn because uh, that's where the because the, the plant. I mean, it's right across the street essentially. Because um, my dad works at the Barrier, he is the supervising manager at the Barrier where they crash all the cars and they do all the um, lab tests. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But So he can just hop across the street. Oh, we also have two running steam trains in the village That's that so you can cool. take. And they like they take you around the village. So you can just hop on the train and I, go to a different part of the village. I feel like um, you kind of touched on this when we were talking a little bit about like how you thought God was punishing you for be, being a witch. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. where you live is so, I don't know how to explain it, but it just seems so like spooky, like witchy. Um, oh, yeah. And I was really hoping we could talk about that. Like you're, you're the, the fact that you're Wiccan. Yeah. I mean, and if you want to talk spooky, the village has like every historical house you can think of. Yeah. What which is the is name why of the village? Greenfield Village. Greenfield. Okay. And yeah. it's connected with the Henry Ford. Um so like Edgar Allan Poe's home, um, you know, Mr. White, two roads diverge. Um, is that Mr. White? Oh my God. What's his name? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. There's a lot of historical homes there. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, it's a spooky area. And uh, but me being Wiccan, yeah, that started because of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and I what? wish that was a joke, but it's not. Because of Scooby-Doo, do tell. Okay. Do you, have you guys seen like the Scooby-Doo movies? Yes. Like not the live action ones? No, yeah, for so you sure. Know which I've, one... I've seen all of them. So which one am I talking about? Do you know? Are you talking about the one uh, where they go to like the, uh, I forget what it's called, but they go to that like witch's house and there's all the dead bodies that she like, is that the one? No, no, no it's Scooby-Doo and the witch's curse where they go to that little town um, and has the three hex girls in it. Is that not the one where they wake the dead? 
that might have been the Egyptian mummy one. No, no. I mean, no. they wake so, up the, no, they the wake, witch. Yeah, they wake up the witch, I think. But it's in a house. It's like a creepy old house, right? No, they do it in the village because she was uh, like buried under a tree or something. Or like her book was buried under a tree. Okay, maybe I haven't seen that one. I take it back. <gasps> well, that's why I'm with him because they mention it. And they're like, oh, we do like earth magic and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Because I was in the middle of like a spiritual crisis when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. I was like, I don't think God liked me. And then I saw that. And I was like, that sounds like it. So I started <laughs> dabbling into it. And then I got really involved with it after I graduated high school. Um I'm a bit like a lot of people that I know practice around here. There's oh, a okay. fairly big witch community. That's awesome. Um, though. Yeah. Uh, my, well, you know, my hairstylist, Taryn, she does witchcraft. Um, That's awesome. And she's a witchy lady. Yeah. So, you know, I have, I have my witchy girls. Yeah. Avery is the first person that I talk to about witchcraft and she's like sort of your, your reason. Was I really? The, you're the reason why I started to really dive deep into it. Um, mm-hmm. because I'd always wanted to before, but I never really like, I never really yeah. thought it was like truly possible to manifest and, and, and all of that. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. know, um, until we talked and we, and we had that, that conversation and we were talking about like intuition and, um, yeah. you know, who to watch and that kind of thing. And I feel like you sort of opened my eyes to like what's possible. And mm-hmm. it was really fun. I, I really like appreciated that from you. So like, you're sort of the reason why I like am into it at all. I think you do need that like domino to fall though, Yeah, you know, because when I was a kid, I saw things all the time, saw thongs, pardon me, Um, (laughs) and, you know, had experiences that I was like, you know, that's, that's not normal. Um, This is weird. One of those kids that make potions in the backyard with mud, you know, you you just kind of get, you, you're born with that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, if you were a child that uh, made sand mud and eggs <laughs> mixed yeah. it up trying to make your sister eat it you probably you're, you're a witch <laughs> you're a that's witch. how it works but um <laughs> one thing that we talked about too that's so cool is like okay so like you read tarot and you're mm-hmm. really good at that um mm-hmm. um and you also talk to the dead or at least you can hear them and see them yeah yeah that um, i think is just insane I can't like see them. I can kind of tell when they're near. Yeah. Um, and it's not like I walk around downtown. I'm like, oh, that dude died 50 years ago. What's up? <laughs> um, it's it's uh, like I told you that story with uh, Frank, yeah. the attic ghost. Yeah. And um, but all my other friends could hear him sometimes. It was just that I could get a sense of his mood and he kind of latched on to me. So like, when I was home, I could feel him. Like the um, energy. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's because he's like, oh, you you kind of, like, get what I'm feeling. I'm going to chill with you. Um, but that's not to say, like, every ghost that I walk around is like, I'm going to be her friend. Yeah. Um, it's just sometimes if I'm around them enough, they're like, okay, we'll be pals. But I do see weird stuff, and I can walk into a place and be like, mm, there's someone here that you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> How does that feel like is, and, and when did that start exactly like when did you start feeling like entities and and energies like that well I think everyone almost everyone can have a sense you know where you go to a place and you're like this doesn't even look spooky but I can just tell um because I feel like there's a, you can feel energy but when I was a kid in middle school our school is apparently haunted um and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's just every middle school kid joke is yeah. 
you know, the janitor drowned in the pool and that's his footprint at the bottom of the pool. It was really just like a giant rust mark from, you know, one of the spouts in the pool. Yeah. Uh, Cause I swam over it every day and I'm like, it's not a footprint. Um, but you know, even one of my teachers was freaked out by the school. I was like, oh, okay, so maybe, maybe it is haunted. And I was sitting, I was a choir kid and we had a movie day and we had a really nice auditorium. And I was sitting there with one of my friends at the time and we were watching the movie. So we had it on our projector on the stage and behind the projector, we had all the chairs set up for the orchestra and band kids um, so that they would go there to rehearse before performances. And someone walked across the stage and sat down in the chair, but I couldn't see a face. I couldn't see clothes. They were just completely pitch black. Oh my God. And it almost looked like a woman in uh, like period clothing with a bustle, kind of like late 18th century looking clothing, early 19th century. And, you know, I watched them walk from the right side of the stage from behind the curtains and across the stage to a little bit behind the projector where you could still see the edge of her. And she sat down and she chilled there for a while in one of the little middle school seats and then kind of like got up and brushed herself off and just kind of walked back to the right side of the stage and disappeared. And so, of course, I was watching her the whole time, you know, fuck chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> I focused on her and I turned to my friend and I... We didn't say anything. We just looked at each other and went, yep, okay. So we both saw that. Oh, um, man. But no but one else said anything. That's so cool that your friend was there to confirm that you weren't crazy, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm not nuts. But, you know, that's really rare that people can actually see, that you can actually see see something like that. Because, like, mm-hmm. I can feel energies and I, he- I hear things all the time. But I very mm-hmm. rarely, if ever, see anything. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then, maybe a shadow or like in the in the peripherals, peripheral, 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 <laughs> the peripheral. You're gonna go? Are you gonna, are you gonna get it? Okay. No, it's not happening today. Well, I mean, I think that we've talked about when we were kids. We used to. I don't. I don't think we've said it on the podcast, but we used to both see black figures. Oh yeah, for around sure. the house shadow when people? I was young. And yeah, shadow. No, well, it was almost like we would both see it. It was, un- I, and we didn't know it until we talked later. Yeah, like yeah. I used to In see adulthood. a black figure under under beds. Like I was always afraid Ooh. of like underneath beds because I could. F- and it's Ooh, not just a no, no, not just no. a black figure. It was a black figure with either red eyes or sometimes <gasps> sometimes yellow eyes and there was this one night when i was really young that like still creeps me out to this day because i can't figure it out it was when we were in the netherlands and um we lived like in this house that was like two stories and our bedroom mm-hmm. was on the second story and i in the middle of the night heard like a male voice say say my name and then <gasps> come three here. stories oh yeah so like it it super high like no one could be outside of the window but it sounded mm-hmm. like this this voice was so all of my life, I've I've been able to hear things, but seeing things mm-hmm. is very very. It's usually, it's like usually like like I said, shadows and stuff. Yeah, um, I don't actually ever see, like, ghosts or anything like, like apparitions. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of like they, we have a cat ghost in our house, and I've seen I've seen <gasps> little tiny things of that. And Kaylin's seen stuff too. Like one time she woke up and she's like, "Hey mom, like Luna was on my bed, but there was another Luna right next to her." So, <gasps> It was really weird. Oh. Yeah, so sort of, sort of like confirmation. I love ghost cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. cute. 
Um, but uh, I do. I definitely feel like there's a lot of energy in, in our house because our house was built in the 50s. So there's like, there. it just feels, and the person that lived here must have been kind of witchy because I find like witchy ass stones outside all the time. Like Kayla will bring up, <laughs> yeah, like obsidian stones. I think I found citrine stones. I found like, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of the other one. There's like, just, just stones just outside in the in the yard <laughs> by the trees oh, that's cool yeah but um well because this is the house with the crescent moon in the window right because like, you sent me yeah yeah, yeah. that it's, little illustration yeah and this was the first house we looked at and i was like this is it <laughs> i remember you telling me that yeah, yeah. i was like oh, there's a crescent moon in the window you have to buy it <laughs> yeah no and also there was a bunny there was a bunny <gasps> or a rabbit in the front of the house oh and that that's was there right too. and i was like there's just too many signs there's too many moon signs yeah yeah <laughs> let's let's just get this one mm-hmm. um but uh what about what about you and your house life you live with your family right yeah i've lived here my whole life um you know, I was getting ready to get out on my own and then the pandemic happened. I was like, great, cool, thanks. Um, so this house is is old. Um, it's a kit house. So it was ordered around, you know, 1920s, 1930s. And it was built around that time as well. Most uh, houses in this neighborhood are kit houses because it's we're right next to some railroad what, tracks. What does that mean, kit house? So a kit house is literally you'd open up a Sears catalog and you'd look at the houses and you go, yep, I want this, you know, uh, three bedroom home, two bathroom, we'll buy this um, and we'll build it on this plot of land. So a lot of this area in Michigan has kit houses um, and my family owns the Lustron home right next door to us, which is another type of kit house, but it's completely metal. So walls, ceilings, cabinets, doors, all metal. Whoa, um, that's cr- kind of creepy. Really cool. Um, no, it's beautiful. Oh, okay. And the walls heat up. The walls heat up in the winter. What? So it's really warm inside. Oh, yeah, wow. it's really cool. Um, everything's hung up with magnets. All the the little girls that lived there before uh, oh, would put I, magnets on the wall. I understand what you mean. Like, it's it's magnetic. Like, not magnetic. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, oh, my God. I'm losing my, my English here. Um, it's metal underneath the like paint and stuff so it's like painted no it's just straight up metal oh what yeah i mean they painted the metal but it's just straight up metal um yeah it's super cool uh and there's i think there's two models of lustrons and we have a model two and it was one of the first couple thousand that were built there's 11 here in michigan Mm -hmm. in ann arbor um so we're one of 11 or nine yeah, they're really cool. And we just finished restoring it. And hopefully some cool architects will want to rent it. Um, just people who would appreciate it. Because this is, you know, how many people can say they lived in a completely metal home. Um, it's really cool. It's very 1960s, 1950s, kind of mod, mid-century. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but no, these two houses, despite being old, not haunted. I would know. Like when you're a kid, you're like, everything's haunted. Close my closet. Yeah. And now here, I'm like. Nah, it's just my cats. It's just my old cats. That's it. Yeah, that's good that you can sense it. I mean, like, did oh well, no, no, because your your parents probably didn't buy it back then. I'm like, how old are they? Math. Two years before I was born, so 1994, um, I believe. But they had a house down the street um, that they bought in the 1990s. I think that's also a kit home. Um, Yeah, this this part of Ann Arbor is pretty, you know relatively about 100 years old 
Um, it's a newer city, but if you go out to like Ipsy, my friend's home was over a hundred years old and that's where Frank lived. Yeah. I can imagine that a ghost. If yeah. It's like that old that it would be like at least some energy there. Yeah. And it wasn't like, it's like, oh, he, you know, was murdered in this house. I'm like, no, dude was old and died here. And he's just, you know, he's claimed the attic and he's renting with you guys. <laughs> he's still a tenant. Um, and he's funny. Like, so, he's, he's chill. Uh, how do your parents know that you pre- uh, you practice um, witchcraft? Yeah, it's kind of an unspoken thing. They're like, yep, she's weird. You know, dresses up as a clown weird. at least once a month. And, you know, she was the emo one and never really left that face. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I love that, just, though. Like, it, it seems like you just let me do my thing. Yeah, your family's, like, super supportive, supportive of you. So that's good. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, they're, they're – I'm very – I'm so we were just talking about other families today with my aunt. Um, we're pretty normal, like in an unusual sense. I don't know how to say that. Like we're a very average family. And it seems like everyone always loves to argue with their family and whatnot. Like everyone has family trauma. We I have don't. no idea what you're talking about. Well, we don't understand under- even. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I'm like, I I just I grew up liking my parents um like they're I'm still here because I love them and I've been hesitant to move out because I don't want to be without them um you know pandemic um so I'm gonna get my license and I'll have to you know get my own place which will be cool and I'll take my baby boy Oliver with me but um I I I I like them and I tell people that and they're like what do you mean you like them (laughs) like I don't know they just did a good job on me (laughs) Uh, and we're chill so I have a normal family in the sense that it's uncommon (laughs) well I mean if I look at like Christian my husband he has a great relationship with his parents and I Mm -hmm. I get along with um with them too so I I get it but I do Mm -hmm. remember when I first met them being like you guys are still together and like yeah Mm -hmm. and like everything is like cool here like you guys are you sure yeah I I do have I mean we have an an, a a pretty I have a pretty good relationship with my mother it has been off and on through the years Mm -hmm. sometimes there's been but I so I do kind of get it but when I look at um around me out here in Holland it's Mm -hmm. way more normal to actually like still have parents that are together and actually have like a happy little family than it is out yeah. in America. Out yeah. in America, it's practically oh, sure. like non-existent. Yeah. Half your friends here are divorced. Yeah. 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 Andrew's parents, uh, like Andrew and his parents get along really, really well. And Andrew's parents are just mm-hmm. like kind of like chill people and I really like them. But like I, for sure, like when I first met them like and saw how Andrew was with his mom and dad I was like this is bizarre like I don't know mm-hmm. how, this, how does this work how do you like like mm-hmm. your parents and how do you have like a norm oh you guys eat at the table all together and have conversation like that's a thing that happens like oh, yeah like, oh, no sorry right right <laughs> so that's good it's good that you love your parents and that they're so like I love that mm-hmm. I love that you have such a good support system and especially with everything that goes on with you it's just good that you have like yeah like your mom you know like I feel like your mom definitely is there for you a lot oh they both are you know they I had to force my mom to go home um when I was in the hospital because she wanted to stay there and I was like okay dad needs to take a turn so he came in he needed to stay with me because they don't they our family knows how terrible it is to be alone in a hospital yeah it is awful because I was asleep most of the time in the hospital I was just out of it 
When so there was, was a, this? This was when I was 17 when I had surgery. Oh. Um, and I had a rough pain day, but it wasn't even because of my, it was just a weird thing. So they made me stay an extra night. Um, and uh, so it was good to have them there because when I was out of it, they were able to answer all the questions and, you know, do all the things that needed to be done. Um, and, you know, I had friends visit me when I was in the hospital, but they were able to like get the, like one of my friends stayed a little too long. Like I didn't even know he was coming to visit me in the hospital. So they would be like, yeah, she needs to go to bed. Like you need to let her rest. So yeah. they're always there for me. Cause I've always been kind of, I mean, now I don't just don't care anymore, but I was always like, I didn't know how to say no or put like boundaries down. Yeah. Um, but they've helped me with that too. Like I was bullied in elementary school and they just were like, you need to tell her to shut up and like, you know, back off. And they've always been, oh, it's snowing. Um, it's snowing just, outside? Yeah. I'm we've so already jealous. got a couple inches up north. I'm so jealous, <laughs> dude. You don't understand. Like, I love California. Like, I love my home. But man, do I mm-hmm. miss the snow. I miss it so much. Just moved to Michigan because there's a shit ton of snow here. Dude, <laughs> Go at this up north. Point, like, if fucking Trump, I'm just sorry to like, uh, sway the conversation in a different direction. <laughs> but if Trump wins the election, I'm moving. I'm, I'm gone. I don't want to stay. Here. Move to Holland. Uh, yeah, chill there. there. I wish. Move to Holland. I wish. We definitely want to visit. Like when we have the funds to to do that, we definitely want to want to mm-hmm. visit. But it's just, I don't want to leave my house now that we have it. I just don't want Trump to yeah. be president. <laughs> you know. Well, my dad's like, um, either you know, marry your friend so that you guys can go to Canada. Because she has Canadian citizenship. So I could just like hop on over there and yeah. try to get like relicensed in Canada. Yeah. Is she or hot? Like, or yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh yeah. Um, marry her right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've already agreed that we're wives in another universe. Um like, like there's past- an alternate. Oh, okay. I was gonna be like there's an alternate universe where we got married. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna go between her and her girlfriend. They're great together. Um <laughs> I really like should just say. ask if they have room for a third. Yeah, I was like, well, maybe we can do like a polygamy thing um, and just all get married and then move to Canada. And like, then I'll step out. You know, I don't want to be the other woman. Um, <laughs> and I love Kara, but we're just not that here in this universe. Yeah. Um, or he says, also, go to I think, I'm sorry, Avery, but I think you, I think you are plagued with the want for a man. Oh, God. Yeah. It's like can't believe I'm straight. I feel like yeah, exactly. Well, bisexual yeah. people like I see so many. I see so many things on TikTok of girls being like, "I'm bisexual, but I ended up with a man," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, guys suck. <laughs> guys do suck." I think girls are incredibly beautiful and hot, but I just I don't think I'd ever romantically be with one. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, I told. I well, mean, no, I, just, I mean that's I that you're just straight. I guess because I'd be like, I could sleep with you. You know, there's no, a girl okay, that so has a Oh, you're bisexual. So sex- <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. The way that I would describe that is like sexually you're bisexual, but romantically you're straight. So like you can only see yourself. It. Yeah, yeah. And that's to- I'm I have I feel it's like it's also just called bi curious because Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like it took me a long time to to rectify that in my brain too, because I felt very similar mm-hmm. to similarly because girls can be so dramatic and like I've had relationships mm-hmm. with women before. And it's never mm-hmm. panned out because they're just, it's a lot <laughs> depending on the yeah. person that you're with. You know, I don't want to say yeah. girls in general, but um, the girls that I had. I was going to say, because I had a girlfriend before Christian mm-hmm. and I, we were very young and what we were like 14, but 
she was fucking awesome. No. Yeah. All the girls I've dated have been fucking crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's me who is, I am crazy. But I just remember that one time when I was in high school, I had this massive crush on a girl at the gym that I would go to. She was older than me and stuff like that. But I was like, oh, my God, if she flirts with me, I'm going to date her. Um, <laughs> it's like if she looks at me the right way, I'm like, oh, my God, what's up? <laughs> um, like she did not. She had to acknowledge my existence when I went there, like to scan my card to work out. And she'd be like, oh, hey, Avery. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> don't do my thing. <laughs> She made me so nervous, and then I found out she was dating one of my friend's sisters, and I was like, "Shit, okay, that's fine. Oh, good for them. Yeah, I don't know if they're still together, maybe. But yeah, girls yeah, are beautiful. Yeah, yeah, girls are ethereal. I think that's really what it is. Like, yeah. like men are men are cute. Like you can find a, like a, an attractive male, um, mm-hmm. but there's something about women that is just like, oh, like I could stare well, at you was- all day. She was like almost androgynous. Yeah. Like you could tell that she was, she just had these really cool features. She had um, really short, light, like light, light blonde hair. Um, I just remember, I'm like, you just, you're a very beautiful human. Yeah. Like not even like you're, you know, this pretty, you just, as a human, you are stunning. Yeah. There's just people out there. They're like, yeah, you're a human that's like on another level. Yeah. That's like what I have. That's why I'm, I don't, I don't, I, I literally could fall for any type of person that, really wouldn't bother me what their sexuality is but I fall mm-hmm. for that type of person so it's like yeah. a certain look and then it could also just be that the person themselves like their personality you know, when you first see yeah. them it's they're not extremely attractive but when you start talking to them they become yeah more and more attractive that's me see, I don't that's know like what I am. I am I'm just like if I like you I'm gonna like you yeah. but so far it's mainly been men unfortunately yeah um, <laughs> I feel like I think that men. <laughs> I think that men are underrated. You guys, like, there's a lot of people that give them a bad rap. I'm not gonna lie, but there oh. are some really good men out there, and they get shit on. Well, okay, but this is you're not from Michigan. Of the majority. Yeah. yeah, I feel you're like not in Michigan. I feel like I have to like I play like devil's advocate with this because like men are trash, and I agree with that. But mm-hmm. there are also some men that are not, and typically mm-hmm. those are like more feminine men. Like, I'm just gonna yes. I'm just gonna put it out there like guys Always. that are in, guys that are in tune men, men that are in tune with their femininity like tend to be mm-hmm. less shitty than these like masculine yeah. fuckheads that like think that they're better and that they deserve whatever and they can just like fuck around and like absolutely hurt people sorry I could go on a tangent about how awful men are but no I agree but I'm like so I'm in the biggest one of the biggest cities in Michigan apart from like Detroit and Dearborn because I live next to the U of M so I'm in a college town Mm -hmm. but you go five miles out of town and there's corn and soy fields so I'm in the middle of all these fields with like this very high city population but then you go on tinder and you see yeehaw McGee out there <laughs> who only uses his pickup truck and his profile pictures and you know wait maga. <laughs> you need you I- have to tell me because you you live in this little town I'm sorry Melanie it's a like, bubble yeah no. like I'm sorry but I need to ask her okay give me your favorite town murder I need to know it oh Town murder? I need to know. Like, let tell me like one of the what is tell me a crime wait, that, that happened wait. there that I just need to know. Wait a second. If you have one, Avery, can I grab more wine for this? Cause I need like I won't like do you do you do you have one? There's not one in 
in Ann Arbor that I know of, but there's two, there's two separate crimes that are from Michigan okay. that I know about. Tell me, tell me the absolute like worst one. I need to know. Ooh. Yeah, it's really called the Michigan murders. Okay, let me know when you're ready and if you're. I'm ready. Okay. I have my I'm wine. Ready. I had my cookie. I'm good. Let's go. Okay, so let's see. Um, there's one. So there's uh, a murder in uh, Gross Point, Michigan, that happened a few years ago, and my father is from. Gross point and my aunt actually knows the perpetrator and oh, the woman who was killed uh it was on a forensic files episode actually oh they, really like we had a family watch party we already watch forensic files like religiously here yeah but me too. um uh so we watched it because we're like we freaking know this guy yeah um but i won't go into detail of that just because it's on tv but long story short he hired a hitman to take out his wife and was just like this terrible horrible person who had like some sex dungeon thing that he went to and wanted to get rid of his wife yeah look up that episode of forensic files oh wait what a is- minute i was gonna say that sounds familiar wait, it's called you've the- probably seen it it's called the what i want to know what is it called i can't remember what it was called oh. uh, the one that i know of is the michigan murders um because i actually some of my friends like their relatives were part of this um and were nearly killed and so on and so forth um that's a one of your fun like tinder things like yep we know the michigan murder stuff like that um my mom nearly died oh my um, gosh so. that would be like on my profile underneath it oh no it is like people put that in their profiles yes this oh, is like i would this swipe is right the biggest I'm, thing I'm not gonna i lie. should put that um my my family knows the the dude in gross point but um you should uh so the michigan murders though were I'm just going to read this off. The Michigan murders was a series of highly publicized killing of young women committed between 1967 and 1969 in the Ann Arbor Ypsilanti area of southeastern Michigan by an individual known as the Ypsilanti Ripper and the Michigan murder and the co-ed killer. Whoa. So that's how oh, I knew the him. co-ed killer. Yep. Oh, yep. So that okay. took place here in Washtenaw County within the 15 mile radius. Um, so all the victims were between the ages of 13 and 21 and were abducted, raped, beaten, and murdered, typically by stabbing or strangulation. They were really, really brutal murders. Like, they were horrible. And they yeah. terrified the county for what, two or three years. What? <gasps> oh, you cut out for just a quick second. Yeah, was, you barely oh, even noticed. Oh. It's fine. It's okay. Okay. All right. But, so um, you're not... I expected, because you're, like, from this spooky... Like little town. <laughs> I was expecting you to come with like, okay, in the 1800s. <laughs> but it's funny because like this. this town is not really that spooky. It's just like, oh yeah, we have the Michigan murders. Uh, but we have this giant stadium. The biggest stadium in the United States is I can see out my bedroom window. Yeah. So it's like, um, we have a lot of interesting stuff here. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like, I, I just feel like driving through where you live is probably just a feast on its own, you know, like like a visual feast. Michigan is incredible. And a lot of people are like, oh, I can't wait to move out of Michigan, blah, 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 you know. And it's great because they're in this liberal bubble of Michigan. If you literally step into another county, it's all like Trumpers and, you know, pro-life billboards and shit. Um, 
which I forget about. And then I have to go drive to Northville where I work. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where I live. I just can't believe um, people are so fucking, like, brainwashed. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Well, I'll say this. Well, no, I mean, like, this. if you look at Detroit, Michigan and everything, I kind of understand why why people wanted to leave at a certain See, Detroit, though, is in this weird place where parts of it are getting gentrified and then other parts of it, like, they're genuinely fixing the things, like, the previous um, mayor screwed up. I'm sure you heard about Patrick Kiwami. Kiwami Patrick, I can't say his name. Yeah. It's been so long since I thought about him, um, where he was siphoning money from the city and he's in prison, and but he wants to get out because he's really not that bad of a guy. Um he screwed some things up. He said he was going to fix things and then he just, you know, Did it. fertilized it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Detroit is Motor City. We do have the, one of the biggest car shows in America. And, um, I've been to it. It's really cool. It's um, awesome. And we have Ford. We have GM. We are one of the biggest car manufacturers out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think everybody knows. If you're I mean, in Michigan, Christian, Christian even someone in your family works he met in me. Yeah. And he's like Dutch, but he knew like, yeah. oh yeah, Michigan, like that's, you know. Which is funny because everyone forgets from. that we're a state until you mention Detroit. They're like, oh yeah, Michigan's a thing. Like, yeah. We're the only state shaped like a mitten. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> We're cool. We and when I think of Michigan and when I think of, it's, it's really dumb, but like when I think of beautiful states, I think of and I'm not talking Detroit, I'm actually talking like more out in, you know, the mm-hmm. country area. But when I think of um, Michigan, Michigan, sorry, Michigan, Virginia, and Wyoming. Yes. Oh, that, that's like the three states that I constantly, and Montana, they're the most gorgeous states when you think yeah. about it. When yeah. you look, if you look at pictures, because I've never been there, but if you look at pictures, it's, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Like if you go up north, especially because so much of it, for the most part, is untouched. Um, and we do, I mean, we are one of the oldest states in the country. Um, and that's not saying much. We're a really young country. Yeah. But, um, you know, we were, I think France was at one point occupied because we're close to Canada. Um, like if you go to Detroit, you can literally see Canada across the water. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, if you go to Belle Isle, you can see Canada. Wow. Sometimes I want to swim across there and just escape. <laughs> but um, yeah, Belle Isle is stunning. But uh, um, what was I saying? Yeah, so up north is gorgeous. And I went to a ghost town up there with my family, Lafayette. And they essentially just picked up and left. It wasn't, you know, this giant, you know, plague that hit the city or, you know, just a little village. Uh, Why did they, they just up and leave? They ran out of trees. Yeah. <laughs> they what? were a pig iron manufacturing plant. So um, they, it was in this beautiful like cove. It was stunning there. And it was, I think like around a hundred people or so lived there, but they would manufacture pig iron. So giant slabs of iron. And what they would have to do is they'd have to cut down trees, bring them in and use them to heat up the, you know, yeah, smoke, whatever they're called, forges. Um, but eventually it was getting, they were cutting down trees further and farther away to the point that it just took too long to bring in these trees. And then they just went, all right, well, let's move on to the next area. And they just left. Yeah. Um, like they left artifacts in the building. Um, and they had this, uh, like performance home, um, where 
like upstairs, it was a whole stage area. And you can see where people signed on the wall, like all the different traveling acts that came through there. Oh, wow. Um, That's kind of awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, it wasn't haunted. It was just a ghost town because there was nothing there. I feel like you can't get anything like that out here at least like where we are there's nothing Mm -hmm. there's nothing like that here you can't you can't drive to an area that's like desolate or like that hasn't been untouched or 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 a town that's been you know uh, what is it called like you called it like a ghost town you can't you can't find that here Mm -hmm. um that's amazing that's incredible like i would love to experience that yeah, like three miles down the road from me is this abandoned barn that's falling apart that I would take photos in front of and stuff. Like, it's just down the road. That's so pretty. Yeah, we have those here everywhere, too. Yeah. Like, the little... Okay, but well, I live fuck off in a with tiny your guys' little... nice, like, aesthetic picture. Like, whatever. <laughs> get out of here. Um, well, like, Lizzie with all their pictures of oh just being in freaking Europe and like, oh, I just went to a castle today in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Lizzie and their husband, they, before the pandemic, um, they would, like, go traveling. So they have, like, a lot mm-hmm. of, like, backstock of pictures, too. And when they had green hair, they would, like, post it all the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think um, I think Lizzie talked about that a little bit in, in their interview. So it was kind of cool. Um the Netherlands in general is so beautiful. Like it's gorgeous. So pretty. Yeah, Ca- California is really pretty too. And certain areas are like pretty, but I I don't think that we would have anything like what you guys have. That is the smallest dog I've ever seen. Oh my god, I don't think that's a dog. Oh my god, it's a robot. It's like a little remote control car. Are you like watching out? Are you being that? Uh, I'm looking out my window because I was like, what? And I was like, there's no leash on that thing. It's a freaking like car. Um. So Avery, one of the okay. questions I had. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I didn't have my glasses on. I was like, what is that? Um, so, uh, so we met the way we met. We actually did. Hmm. Um, we did an art challenge via mm-hmm. heather maller right yes yeah and uh i forget which one it was exactly i think it was like the girl with the snake snake lady the snake yeah. girl yeah and i was just so impressed by like your artwork and you were all nice to me and so then we started talking and so i've been able to see like your progress through mm-hmm. your illustrations like throughout i don't know how long have we known each other now like three years two years yeah about that yeah through two years um and so you're doing this series now with like these really yeah I guess it's a series it is (laughs) like it's it is a series you're doing these like uh clown like clown pieces and they're so Mm -hmm. amazing and I just wanted to know like what is your like when did you start it and like what what is your inspiration and like can you just like describe like that process and whatnot I you know, I don't know. Clowns have just been my thing for a while now. Um, I just, I love clowns. And I was like, oh, I'll start it off as a series. And I kept doing it. I'm like, this is just all I want to do. I just want to be like a professional clown painter. Yes. Um, but I guess it started, have you, have you heard of Cirque du Soleil? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen um, it, but I've heard of it. <laughs> well, when I was younger, I think it was like fifth grade, my family went to Disney world disneyland disney world it was in florida yeah world Um, that's the world one world okay (laughs) so we went to disney world and they have um a permanent cirque du soleil show so they actually have like a whole um building 
designed for their performance because yeah. most of them just get put up in a day and pulled down. Um, so it was this incredible set and we didn't plan on seeing them when we were there, but one of the nights we're like, let's go do something. And we had heard of it and we went and it was incredible. And they had these really cool clowns. They were super funny. They kind of had the traditional white, um, you know, suit, jumpsuit almost yeah. with the, the frills and the, uh, it was beautiful black and white with a little oh, wow. bit of red makeup. Yeah. And they were so funny and I was just so enchanted by them. Um, and then every Cirque du Soleil show, we've seen a couple of them. The clowns are always so, they have great personalities. They're not just there to like make fun of themselves. Yeah. Some of them have like backstories. They had scenes where they would actually perform their whole, by themselves, they had this whole performance. Yeah. And you just fell in love with it. And they were so, the artistry of them was so beautiful. So I just like the fact that there's so much that surrounds a clown. You know, it's not just like a sad face. Yeah. There's a whole character. Like you have to be a very specific type of person to be a clown. Yeah. Um, and I love the horror aspect of it because they're these beautiful, funny things. And then you put a little blood on them and you're like, I would pee my pants if I stood in front of you. Yep. <laughs> um, and I would be like, I'm peeing my pants, but I'm happy about it. <laughs> Um, cause I messed up. Uh, but yeah, I just, I started drawing them and I liked the challenge of doing such heavy makeup on a face yeah. via painting instead of me actually doing it like on an actual person's face. Yeah. I love it. Not, you're, you're, I don't, sorry. I'm not really, no, I'm not really into, sorry. I'm, I'm just saying I'm not really into clowns, but I was looking mm -hmm. at your last makeup and <clears throat> I love that. And I think I was even telling Melanie that I was going to I never ended up doing it but I was going to make um my daughter's room when she was young I had like I picked up all these things and it was like it's almost like pastel colors and it was mm -hmm. all clowns but it wasn't it wasn't like the typical clown it was also like like whimsical yeah and they were very pretty but mm -hmm. uh, like normal everyday clowns not my thing and I'm actually yeah. terrified of like clowns with Halloween like that that's terrifying I, I think I actually said yeah. that to Avery the first time she posted one I was like I love this but I hate clowns and I I think I get that so, so much but, but the, the thing is is that like that's like um like I don't know I feel like that's awesome though that you're able to capture this thing that people are afraid of and they're like actually there's something really beautiful about it and that's mm -hmm. like that's like why I love what you've been doing like whether it's a series or just what you've decided to do from now on like I just love I love it for that because typically I'm like Amanda I'm like I would not touch or go near a clown but I would mm -hmm. I would buy that as a print like if you had it as a print I would buy one you know yeah yeah I love them um I think it's it, not only just like the whole clown as a whole but the as a makeup artist as someone who loves doing that kind of stuff yeah. there's this whole you can do a million different things with the clown makeup and still have it register as a clown like yeah. not all my pieces have red noses they don't all have you know drawn on eyebrows some yeah. of them have not natural eyebrows like that dude that I did yeah um, very minimal makeup but it's like yep that is a clown yeah but he's like hot yeah um, I love so that. it's you have a lot of freedom ironically with doing a very particular series uh that I really like doing because you could look at all of them and be like yeah this is part of a series but they all look completely different yeah apart I, from the fact that I use like the same color palette 
No, I think it's I think it's gorgeous. I love them so much, and like I, I'm like excited. I'm already thinking about like all the pictures I want to put up for the post, and like what I want to like feature for you because they're just awesome, and there's so many. And I'm like, oh, I have to like pick and choose. So if you send me like which ones are your favorites or something, that would be good. Oh, that's hard. I don't know. <laughs> I really like them all. And like I do a new one. I'm like, no, this one's my favorite. I'm yeah, like, oh, but I really like that one. It's hard. And like, then choosing a favorite child. Yeah, exactly. And then um, your your makeup for it was a ha- Halloween slash Samhain, right? Like, did you did you celebrate yeah. Samhain last night for yourself? I'm doing it more so today. I did same. a little bit yesterday. Oh, same. But I'm so doing that- my deep clean right now. I'm you know I did my tarot readings the night before, um, which I, I think I just posted that I'm accepting more. Yeah, because um, I got medical bills to pay. Um, um, it's amazing that I love your reading. The one that you did for me was so good and so accurate. Like, I should put. That I know in there a lot of people get do. really iffy about them, but I'm like, this card has a very particular meaning to me. And sometimes yeah. I'll pull a card. I'm like, this is not at all what it should be. Yeah, and I'll like redo because sometimes my brain. Because I don't pull just like the first cards off the deck. I actually run my hands over all the cards laid out. And if my fingers start to burn, <laughs> I pick that card. Yeah. And sometimes the answer is so hard to find that I can barely tell which card it is. Yeah. And I'll like run my hand over a few times and be like, this is my question. Just freaking tell me. Oh my and, God. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> like I was, yell at my deck. I was doing a reading for today to see how the, how this would go. Just to get, cause mm-hmm. just to see. And yeah. you know, when I shuffle and stuff and I just got this new deck, it's called everyday witch. And it's like this. It's it's the, the illustrations are hilarious. They look like some old 80s like you see. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Um, And uh, I have to literally tell that deck just one card because it'll fly out like they'll, just, <laughs> they'll all fly. I'm like, just one. Just give me one. Um, And yeah. so I, I got this one for for us today. It's a six of swords. Oh, yeah. And then I also got the hanged man from another deck. See, I love that card. Me too. I, I think I really like that card. I feel like some people have like a, a negative like association with it, depending on like how you read it. Well, you just, say the hanged man. The hanged man like, sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same thing when you see de- death or the tower. Like it's all see, about change. You know, I love both of them. Yeah. I love the tower because like it starts off scary, but then it's like you're going to build something new and better. I think for me, the um the. I was just telling Amanda's husband about this because he got when I did a reading for him and and he got um, the tower and he was like, oh, that's and especially with this deck, the tower looks insane. It looks menacing. And I was like, but it was perfect for him because it talked about, you know, his his issues and like the fact that he needed to like face them head on. And it was like there's a dragon Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the image. And I'm like, oh, it's like slaying, slaying the dragon. And so it seems like a menacing kind of difficult thing to look at but you know when it comes to change and it comes to like progressing as a person like you kind of need to face mm-hmm. those things in order to move forward and so it is a big change it's a big it's a big ending yeah. you know so yeah that's my and I my encourage people to not like look at them as the future mm-hmm. but as the present moment and yeah. what they need to work on and then what they need to work on as they go along like these are not permanent you're this could completely change by tomorrow depending on what you decide oh that's really pretty yeah it's that's gorgeous a cool card. yeah he was saying like oh this is uh it's like it's menacing and i'm like it's beautiful look at that like yeah they just use a lot of red that's why like 
I, I think like it's just the color palette. Yeah, exactly. But I think like it just really depends on the reader, like or, or mm-hmm. the person that's looking at them. Because I feel like my interpretation of the tower is going to be different than yours, and Amanda's is going to be different than both of ours. You know, like mm-hmm. they'll get something out of it than we do. And yeah, it is about the energy in the moment when you're doing a reading. Mm-hmm. Like no tar- mm-hmm. no tarot reader or oracle reader will know the future. They're just yeah reading the energy as it is present yeah do you you agree with that right no I completely agree like one of my friends he's gotten three readings from me um he's like I like them so much not because they talk about the future but they give me an idea of how I need to go into it yeah so you can better prepare yourself because I'm an anxious bitch if I don't know what's happening I don't want to do it yeah exactly so I like them because they're like you can go in this way you can be scared, but just letting you know, it's probably not going to be that bad. Yeah, it's just like a little warning, like a heads up. You know, I love I love that. I love the little like, hey, like mm-hmm. <laughs> Andrew and I were like laughing at each other the, the other day because I had we were, we went to this party. It was a, a small event with um for for Halloween for Kaylin so she could be around some kids. And in mm-hmm. my purse, I carried like my new deck because I want it to be close to me so that way I can like get used to it. <laughs> and then he's mm-hmm. like, how many decks do you have? <laughs> just like they all have a different feeling they're all different like stop it and then I was like it's just the same as you with your guitars and he was like no it's not they're mm-hmm. all different <laughs> it was cute I just have one and I'm like it's because I just I go into it the same way every time yeah. like I'm like that routine I'm I, like my mom I don't like change yeah no I think I I love that. I love I love when there's there's a person that only sticks to one kind because I, I know, I, you know, I talked to a- uh, Andrew's mom, too, and she said she only wants to use one one deck. I think the reason mm-hmm. why I like having multiple decks is because each one is a different energy and it gives me a different, yeah. different, different reading. And I like mixing them together because I feel like I get mm-hmm. so much. I get so much out of all of them. Um, and yeah. each one is different. So I think that's yeah, I'm, I'm addicted to uh, tarot and oracle cards yeah and I mean that's the only one that apart because the first one I got was this little tiny mini deck that yeah. I got from my friend Moonbeam and I love it but it's so hard to use yeah um because they're so they're so small but it's so cute it comes in this beautiful little wooden box and, but then I got that one I saw it on Etsy I'm like oh well and you oh, have that's the, my deck your deck the one that you use is so beautiful too and it's very you and it's called the ethereal yeah it's um let me what is get it my ass off my bed <laughs> um of course I can't remember it's called ethereal uh, ethereal right? visions ethereal visions yeah Amanda. I was gonna say illuminated but it's an illuminated tarot deck because it's um gold embossed yeah it's gorgeous just wait until you it's see so this. pretty Amanda it's beautiful it's yeah it's hard to see because it reflects so much light but you've probably just, seen ugh. that online like they're gorgeous. that is really pretty it's I don't know I've so looked at pretty. so many I'm still trying to figure out which one I want yeah Amanda just got picked... an oracle deck she just got one just every single one of the cards has this foil and the illustrations are always so pretty they're very clear yeah and their message I've never oh that is pretty that's another thing um, about about tarot decks is like like the imagery oh. You know, there's, there's temperance is beautiful. I just can't um, find one that I really resonate with. It I took, mean, that's I, it took me a long time to. I mean, you know that I yeah. saw the starseed um, Oracle Tarot and I was like, I want it. And then I just kept looking, but I kept coming back to that one. So I just got it. Yeah. And I'm still looking for a Tarot uh, 
um, deck. Tarot, tarot but I mean, I love it. And that's what it is. Like I keep, I love the one that you just got, but yeah. I'm like, I'm just starting. There's no way I'm going to fork out all that money for oh, on yeah. something that no, I'm just starting. This one was a pretty penny. This deck cost me like almost $60. Um, mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to find it because all all decks are beautiful like i like i love all of the tarot decks but i was waiting for one that i could like really resonate with and i think like even this one even with how beautiful it is and how much i like love it i'm like oh this isn't quite my deck yet um Mm -hmm. i think i'm just picky which one did I send you the last time, Melanie? That was like the pretty colors. It, there was I sent you one oh, like, the like muse they did one? the David, the Muse. Yeah. I think I'm gonna get that one because I really, really, really like that one. Yeah, I I think like honestly, out of all my tarot decks, I think this is the easiest one to use the um the everyday witch one because the illustrations are so easy to understand, and mm-hmm. like when you it, it's so easy to shuffle like the um. The material that they used is just like it's so easy to shuffle. Yeah, it's the same with these cards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might like Amanda. You might like the um, golden thread tarot deck. Have you looked at that one? Yeah, that modern and sleek, but it has gold embellishments. It's really pretty. Yeah, no, those decks are all, are beautiful. I have the weirdest taste though. Mm, okay, if you look up the Muse tarot, you'll see like it's really bright, but also like a lot of black in it i would recommend for anyone like getting into tarot Ooh. to get something with a lot of imagery because i feel like it's easy to remember what the yeah, cards sure. mean if the imagery like matches and imagery is is kind of like very symbolic yeah and it's not as it's not as easy like i love this deck but once it gets into the minor arcana it like mm-hmm. it's harder to read them because um it's just like animals or just a scene or whatever and if yeah. there's not a lot of symbolism in it it's like oh what what does this one mean again and so you need mm-hmm. to kind of have the book close at hand if you don't know those cards by heart so yeah yeah i would again recommend for anybody that's like starting out with reading to get something with a lot of like detailed uh imagery imagery yeah yeah, most definitely. Because I, you know, I have short term memory loss. So that's Same. something that <laughs> I I always have to re look up the, the meanings. So I'm like, did I remember that correctly? correctly? Yeah. Same. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't matter how long I've been using tarot or like how often I, I do readings. Like I still second guess myself because I'm like, okay, was that, is that, is that the meaning of the two of wands or is that the meaning of the three of wands? I know they're similar, yeah, yeah. you know, so I still do that. I, I check myself <laughs> as often as I possibly There's can. There's no shame in it. I'm yeah. reading up on it, but I also think it's kind of weird because if you pull one card and it's like the levers, because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. did that, yeah. Melanie, you pulled, <clears throat> and I was reading up on everything and then it has a, it has a, a meaning, but then when if you pull it with like the chariot, it, becomes it can become a different meaning yeah you have and to... I thought that was so weird I, like damn well, you have to read up a lot yeah you have to you have to know the cards and then you have another thing is like your intuition right so mm-hmm. a- Avery can and speak on this it's she, she does a lot of readings and I think like I was actually going to ask like how when you're doing a reading and you're doing a spread and you have multiple cards and for example, Amanda's question, you have the lover's card and then you have the chariot card and reading them together, like them separately is a different message than them together. Correctly or correct. Yeah. So what I typically do is I'll pull everything. I don't look at any of them. 
until I finish pulling the spread. Yeah. And then I flip them all over um, and I look at them and then I go question by question. And um, so let's say I pull the lovers for this card, uh, you know, this question. And then the next card I pull the tower, mm-hmm. which I did for a reading. Um, and I was like, okay, so in this part of her life, this is working out. And then in this part of her life, it's going to come around, yeah. you know, it's going to do this first, but then they're going to connect at some point. Yeah. Um, especially cause I drew them right next to one another. Yeah. Um, and those questions are definitely related. So I go through and answer all the questions one by one. And then I do a summary. So I never, sometimes it'll be like, and eh, it's kind of related to this question. So I'm like, I pull a card to answer that one question, yeah. you know, to, to give you feeling and then I'll go and wrap it all up yeah I think that's pretty much what you do Mel no I don't do that like I read really weird someone will say like I have a question about x thing in my life or for example Mm -hmm. I do I did I just did a couple readings for like what people wanted to release during the um the full blue moon and Mm -hmm. so what I like I said I have all these decks (laughs) and I mix them so I'll grab like three primary three or four primary tarot cards so that way I get like the I don't know how to describe this but it's like the main situation in their life that they're struggling with what they want to accomplish what their problem is and then everything after that is either how it's affecting them and what they can do to change it so that's why I have all these different decks because I can't, it's really hard for me to, it's really hard for me to, okay, this one question, it's, I don't read that. Well, I mean, way. we did that when I was at your house a couple times. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like if you have a spread, for example, like this new, this new tarot that I have, it has spreads. Like, um, it'll say like, oh, question number one is this. And question number two is that, and you can do a spread and those are great. And I love doing those too for that specific deck. But when I'm using all of my, cause that's usually how I do a reading is I use all of my decks and <clears throat> it gives me a broad overview of like, what is it that that's actually hindering that person and how they can f- fix it or how they, how mm-hmm. they can choose to go about, you know, rectifying the situation. So I feel like your, your process is a lot more like, um, organized, whereas mine is like chaos. <laughs> so, um, I think again, yeah. like depending on the reader, you're going to get a different, you're going to get a different reading. Like they mm-hmm. might, they might, uh, you might pinpoint something in their life that they're struggling with that I would not notice because of the reading that I'm doing, or I would not see, you know, in my reading. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, like it really just depends on, on yeah how you read. No, definitely. And my readings are always there because I so often want someone to say to me, you're not crazy for thinking this. Yeah. So when I do those readings, I'm like, where are you emotionally? Where are you spiritually? Where, if it's, if it's regarding another person, I'm like, where's this person in their life? How are they feeling regarding the situation? And then how are you feeling? Even though they may say, I feel this way, I ask the deck. I say, how are they feeling? Yeah. Because if I pull a card, it says, you may think you're feeling this, but it's because these are all the emotions going through you right oh, now man. that you're mistranslating. I, and then they'll go like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I wasn't looking at it that way. Yeah, exactly. I can think of like two two readings that I did where, because I don't like to ask questions to the people that like... I don't like to let, ask questions until after I do the reading because I just try to let the energy sort of like figure itself mm-hmm. out. 
And mm-hmm. I've had two people go like, oh, well, that's interesting that you came up with this because actually the situation is like this. That's the hard part about tarot sometimes is you have to be the bitch that conveys the message. You have to be the messenger. And, you know, everybody wants to kill the messenger, mm-hmm. um, which is why when I do readings, I'm like, tell me what kind of reading you want. You know, do you want it regarding your career? You know, about what you're feeling. And then give me a question you want to know. Like if it's if it's a question that I can ask a deck successfully, I'll ask it. Yeah. And I'll put the reading around it. But I don't, I'm like, don't tell me what's going on. Don't tell me your situation. Yeah. Just let me know the gist. And she knows the cards know. Yeah, no, I know. When you did my reading, Mm -hmm. it was so accurate. You were like, Well, this is what's happening right now. There's some bitch that's trying to take you down, but don't worry, it's gonna Mm -hmm. be all right. Like I remember that. I was like, Oh, I love you. (laughs) Like, thank you. Oh, she knew about me. I knew as soon as I saw you, it was like, it's that card. <laughs> no, sorry. I shouldn't have said it I that way. But, um, but yeah. No, I mean, the card was like, there's someone out there right now who's yeah. trying to do you dirty. It's so weird. I keep getting I keep getting this card where it's like that, where it's like, oh, someone's deceiving you. And I'm like, I don't think anyone in my life currently is deceiving me. Like, who the fuck? Uh, I can. Never mind. I'm not <laughs> But, um, it's me. <laughs> what is- no, I can name. I like off the top of my head, I can at least name like two. Man, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. I just got like this. Me- I like posted that picture of Andrew and I for um for Halloween last night, and I I mm-hmm. I've had a stalker, and like my my last account, it was hacked or something. So I was thinking like, mm-hmm. oh, that stalker will go away. No. They're like still on my page and still like commenting shit and whatnot. And I'm it's just annoying because like I don't know who it is and they keep making new accounts. Like I block each one and then they just keep making mm-hmm. new accounts and they just say they say I think they're foreign or something because like their English is always fucked up. And like they just say like really rude things like they were like, well, you should have dressed up as like an angel or something because you dress like that every day. And I'm like, well, like because that's how I dress (laughs) okay so I said that I saw that yeah this afternoon and I the first thing that I said was what a fucking douche oh and Christian goes what and I was like it's just so rude like if you have nothing to say don't say anything at all and Christian was like Mm -hmm. what did he say so I said he said something like I don't understand you why don't you dress like this like every single day so shouldn't you try to dress like an angel one time in your life or something like that time who is the time so I was like it's not and Christian goes maybe he meant it as a joke and so the thing is is that Chloe was sitting there yeah Mm -hmm. and Chloe goes yeah what a douche I was like Chloe (laughs) like maybe your dad's right maybe he meant it as a joke Chloe's like, he's, it's still a, like, it's still a douche move, mom. It's like, yeah, well, you know, that's just how I think. But no, I just deleted it and you know. blocked, his, blocked the account because I think it's just the same person that just keeps, and I don't, I don't know how to get rid of it because it's like, yeah, a reoccurring thing. And so I, I've never, are you holding a stuffy right now? Yeah. That's really cute. What is your stuffy? It's a bat. I was going to say, is it a bat? It looks like a bat. It's so cute. Can I see? It's my brain surgery, buddy. I brought him in. Oh, hi. Bit. What's his name? Where is my real one? Um, this is Zinson. Zinson? Yeah, I've had him for... Oh, God. How long have I had you? Seven years? Six years? Yeah, I got him in D.C. We went to a museum and they had a lot of bats. And I was like, I want it. And then I bought it. That's so cute. 
I love bats. We Me have too. them I love in our them. house. <gasps> oh, be careful because uh, while I love them, they do cause some damage. <laughs> no, we have, they don't, ca- like, as far as I know, they have not caused damage. Well, they, good. I guess the ones out here, they only live inside our house. They live inside our house in the summer. And then they leave and they go somewhere else for winter. Oh, and okay. um, this past year, we only had, we just had scratching. Like, they live underneath the... What do you call that? Like the little things in our, what do you call that? The roof um, shingles? Yeah, shingles. is what you would call them. Mm -hmm. And um, they, you hear them scratching and, but that's pretty much it. But it was last year (laughs) that, okay, so we have, it's not an attic, but this, it's like this little tiny room Mm -hmm. that connects to my daughter's bedroom. And my husband had to go in there last year. It was, it was really, really hot. It was like almost, it was in the nineties and my husband went in there to go put something away. And we had a, we had like a mattress there. Um, It's like kind of like our, what do you call that? Kind of like an attic room. We just put everything in it. We had a mattress Mm -hmm. for my daughter's friend who always sleeps over and he opens the door and he looks and there's like, he said he thought it was like a beetle or like a huge Ooh. beetle. It was like this big. So, you know, I don't know how, how big is that? Like three inches or two, like two and a half inches or yeah, something. Yeah. And he was like, what the hell? And so he like kind of looked closer, like, what is that? And when he got closer, he noticed it was a tiny little baby uh, bat and it was like crawling on the mattress. Aww. And so he was like, and he like threw he like closed it like slammed the door and so he calls up his brother and he's like you need to come over here you need to help me because I ain't fucking touching that shit like that scares me I was not home I was at work because he knows that I would have done it I Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fine so he goes in he's like okay well I'm gonna try to like put it underneath something or in something so that you know it doesn't go anywhere for when my Mm -hmm. brother gets here and when he opened the door um a gigantic bat came flying (laughs) so he like slammed the door it wasn't well not gigantic but pretty fucking large enough yeah so um and he just slammed the door and um it hit him so he felt bad but when when we looked we couldn't find them anywhere like Mm -hmm. we couldn't find them anywhere in the room but it was like half an hour later and then we found out then we found out that babies live like in the walls and Mm -hmm. when it gets hot like that they try to go find a place to get inside the house yeah that's funny (laughs) yeah well we christian was like christian flipped his shit and i literally had to go out they said the only way that you can figure is you you have to try to find if you have like the little brown like little spots like with grease kind of around it and so I, we, we looked and we found a couple places, but we still weren't sure. So I sat out at um, dusk, two different nights waiting to see one. And then I couldn't. And then I finally went outside at dawn, um, before dawn and looked. And then I saw them flying into the house. So oh, we're like, wow. oh, okay. That's yeah. amazing. We have <laughs> but the, I, I think they're cool. Yeah. I don't mind them. I feel like if I yeah. saw one, I would be like, oh, welcome into my home. <laughs> like, <you laughs> I, have- I I did too. Christian did not. He stayed out of that attic room for like a year and I'm not joking. 
he was like oh, i'm not God. going in there oh some people are super freaked out by them and i sleep with one right next to my head oh that's cute i love that. you have the the little like i was looking at your instagram you have like a like a what do you call it like a damn it what do you call that an opresets how do you say that i don't know <laughs> what is that what like like the oil lamp no you have like you have like a little is it is it like a real dead bat yeah i like... have i have a taxidermied one and then i have yeah. three that are lucite and then i have another taxidermy one that's in an old oil lamp that my ex commissioned for me and then i have two bat skulls i have a bat skull and then i have a bat head with it fully intact i love that yeah so i, I like bats i love that it too, too. I don't um, have any dead ones inside my house. Well, maybe in the walls, so I don't know. I've got a lot of dead animals. <laughs> um, Avery, I was going to ask one, like another couple things. Because um, mm-hmm. I know that we've been talking for a while, and I don't want to like take up too much of, more of your time. But, Girl, that's um, fine. I'm just cleaning. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so I was going to ask, like, what, what exactly are you doing for uh, Sawin? Um, I have not been doing like big celebration things, mainly because I'm the only one who does it in this household yeah um like right now I'm doing um like I did my tarot readings and uh, I'm doing a deep clean right now because I've been so exhausted yeah and I this is my first like official day off in over a month I understand um (laughs) that I'm like trying to get some and like all the stuff that you sent me I need to find homes for it I need to figure out where to put everything you sent me so much stuff and I'm like I need to put it all up and it's a chaos um, it was a box of chaos I'm so sorry I love it and that little bat needs a perfect home around here oh man I think I might put it up with my grandma's piece um but so I'm just doing like the deep clean getting rid of things kind of because I I hoard I you know I'm my mother's daughter I if I get a knickknack I hoard it freaking knickknack I do the same thing um god it's bad but it's they're like cool things um but I need to like rearrange my, I don't know how, but my pill station just gets so messy. I gotta like, I think I just need a bigger bedside table for all the pills that I have. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. Oh no, it's fine. There's, it's like supplements to counteract the, the effects of Medicaid. It's just a lot. Yeah. Um, I also have a crazy lip balm addiction because I ate my lips off in middle school. So like, I'm still fixing them (laughs) my lips are always chapped and i hate it i try so hard to like be consistent with like drinking water and it doesn't really matter because it just i'm gonna plug someone um the mortician in the kitchen oh that name best lip balms and they're called m balm (laughs) that is so awesome i and they smell so good she's so nice she she threw in the peanut the one that i was currently using is the peanut butter and jelly one i've had her cappuccino ones i've had like like almost i don't know if it was like a maple it was just super sweet and then she makes permaglow which i don't know if you guys know what permaglow is um never heard of it it's a type of embalming fluid that you use um, to help give color back to the body um because you know you have to drain the body of all its blood so then you pump it full of permaglow to help restore color to the skin and i know this because i almost became a martin um (laughs) i love you so much (laughs) so that's the lip gloss because it has a little bit of color in it so this is the permaglow and this one smells like breakfast like like french toast oh that's oh that sounds so nice (laughs) 
and the labels are so pretty and cute yeah I love her and she used to be in the good death store which my favorite mortician ran um and she had stuff from other morticians so Amber would put her embalms and permaglow and adipocere and I'm gonna go into a huge tangent if I start talking about adipocere um (laughs) my favorite types of body preservation I love Um, it she they they closed down the good death store um to do some other stuff and I was like no where's the mortician in the kitchen gonna go and she finally reopened her store so I bought a shit ton of stuff and now she follows me on Instagram I'm like oh my god she follows me back of course (laughs) you're like you're an awesome like who wouldn't follow you but it smells so good it feels so good I'm constantly like yes put more on me (laughs) I go like lip I finish tubes like no other person very well very successful now I'm definitely gonna have to buy some because that sounds amazing they're so cool she has Christmas ones right now I think I got the frosted cookies so it smells like those sugar cookies you get at Christmas. I just, I just had a, like a mental whiff of it. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Enjoy it. It's beautiful. Well, Love that shit. Um, Love it. All right. I have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were a meme, what meme would you be? Oh, no. <laughs> um, The first one that came to mind um, was the one that I shared the other day that involves Gretchen Whitmer I'm sure you've heard all about her in the news recently um she was nearly kidnapped by a bunch of MAGA people in Michigan what? yeah our governor what yeah they planned to kidnap her and potentially assassinate her <gasps> um so cool things in Michigan um yeah yeah we've been in the news for really not good stuff oh, uh, you know there's Flint and then you know assassinating the governor God, oh, I need to read the news more because I do not know so I shared a meme of um what's his face from the eric andre show going why are you booing me i'm right and someone said gretchen whitmer for the past six months for you know shutting down the state to save lives why are you booing me i'm right and, uh, <laughs> i just feel like i could say that to so many different things yeah so that's that's my meme i love it that's a good one i love why that it's like me? i'm right <laughs> Well, thank you for knowing that. I should like last time with Lizzie, I asked like beforehand. I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm gonna ask you this question, so like you should, you know." I didn't prepare you at all because I'm awful. So that's okay. I, you can I can usually there's so much going on inside my head or nothing at all. Just depends. You caught me on a good day. No, and I can pull things out of it like no other. I knew this interview was gonna be good because like I always have good banter with you, especially on the phone. Like you're just like <laughs> yeah. a good person to talk to. I lo- I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me and Amanda. Oh yeah. If you need fun corpse stories, I got quite a few. We're definitely gonna have you back because this was fun. <laughs> At least I I thought yeah. I thought I loved it. Thank this you is so the much. most socializing with like friends that I've done in so long. Like this is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody's fucking deprived after all this shit. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying that it's wrong to like keep yourself away from people. I'm just saying, like, man, mm-hmm. like this pandemic has been such a a I wet blanket. Think, I, don't, I go to work and I come home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like school and work, and then I'm I'm back. I don't go out. Yeah. Well, you know, I die. So, <laughs> no, I. It's my incentive. <laughs> no I get it like but the thing is for me like I don't really socialize anyways like online I'm pretty social but in person I just prefer to not in the same way be around anybody ever (laughs) I'm the same way but it it does suck like 
when you have don't kids. really have it where you can't go anywhere like you can't go anywhere and you work so like it's just work home work home work home mm-hmm. and you can't like you have nowhere to go because you can't you're not allowed to <laughs> yep. you're so cute yep. you look like you're going to a fucking like a uh, funeral right now <laughs> You look like one of those like 1940s housewives that just murdered her husband. That's what you look like. Maybe that's what I did. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I have not had someone date me in years. <laughs> I don't know what is up with the men that like you you meet, but fuck them. I get ghosted more than a cemetery. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Shut up, Amy. I give people weak tops and they're gone. <laughs> She's weird. She sleeps with a dead bat by her head. No. I, I can think... understand how some would be like, um, you need well, a Okay, Avery, this is what we need to do. We need to find you a hot TikTok guy that's like into that shit. I need a boy in a I... mood costume who likes my boar skull pen holder. Yes. <laughs> I think yeah. that you guys that's, should that's, go that's look. A... Start looking on TikTok. Oh, like, yeah. Right after this. But I it's have started... to go. I have to work. It's like 11 p.m. now, so I got to go. I'm sorry, man. I, to I got oh, to have okay. to get up at like yeah. 6.30 in the morning. Ooh, yeah, babe, you go, so. you go to bed. <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for, for coming yeah. on. Um, thank you to our listeners for sticking around for all of this. And um, <laughs> thank you, Avery. Yeah, thank yeah, you so much, Avery. We love you. Um, if you all like what you hear, we have an Instagram at uh, Trauma and Laughs and also a Gmail account now if you guys want to like email us and tell us how bad we Ooh, are. Saucy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, am- don't email us and tell us how bad we are. My, I cannot handle that. My anxiety cannot handle Please don't do that. I'll handle it. If you, the exactly, I'll just send Avery and her bats yeah. but um but if you do like us please um you know subscribe rate review tell your friends yes amanda's being really good about that i'm trying real hard not to be like it's fine if you hate us it's okay and amanda's like no we need it we need it oh no i don't care if they, if you hate us it's fine just you know if you don't have anything nice to say keep walking that's all don't say that's shit all. at all go and home. go check out avery at avery uh, and, and art. art yeah at Avery and on Art. Instagram. That's me. <laughs> and do you have a TikTok? Yeah, um, it's uh, with my Finsta name. It's Sosrios French. So. <laughs> we'll link it. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll just have to it, link it. It'll be in the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to have to insta it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little French. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, no, it's okay. It's cute. I love it. All right. Well, thank me. you so much again. Um, we'll we'll go ahead and head out. Uh. I, I love you guys. Thank you so much. I love Thank you, you so much, Avery. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. It's Tramaraderie. <laughs>